Hi there, my name is Lynn and welcome to another episode of The Elegant Equation. This episode I really wanted to talk about um, Emily in Paris, the show that I just watched all 10 episodes of and I am its direct target, like demographically. <laughs> um, okay, so there's a few things that I'd like to talk about about the show since it's like fresh on my mind it's so cute it's so elegant um it's definitely very unrealistic because it's so dramatized and it's i'm just gonna dive into the review and kind of like shoot off what it is that i have to say about it um yeah i don't know i don't know there's so many things that i I didn't okay so I watched the show but I didn't try to I didn't want my um judgment to be clouded or biases to be created because um I watched the show but I did kind of see a few up like a few articles that said like how it's an abysmal to the French culture um I don't know if I'm going to be consistent and coherent with how I um talk about the show but I'm going to talk about about it as if I'm talking to a friend about the show um (laughs) first and foremost why are there such specific archetypes um I'm not even sure what her name is Sylvie right Sylvie why is she so mean all the time and she goes nowhere she's just mean and it's so rude and it makes me think of like makes me worried about whether or not to push through gaslighting and in my career of people that I could potentially work with or work for right people who do have the older edge and they are older than me and they're in a position of power do I push through like the main character Emily I don't know and then there's Luke who's like there for comedic relief with cheap sex jokes um I don't know and the other forgettable character as well. I just finished it and I thought it was so cute. It's not the smartest. Uh, it's it's an excuse to make a show in Paris. And if it was me, if I was in Lily Collins' shoes, I would definitely take the job. And she was cast perfectly for this role of like fun and ambitious. And, and you know, if you set your mind to something, it's very uh, hopeful and she's so... Um, I like the way she stands her ground for when she does listen to her gut. Um, yeah, there's so many things I want to talk about. Um, there's like Sylvie, again, being rude all the time, being so mean and so, so hopeless. So, uh, and I think like she wants to be too much like Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada, but she misses the mark. She wants to land that, um, she wants to land that plane and yet she can't she can't wants to land that target and she won't and she's trying to and it's she's trying too hard also um yeah i don't know and i I know this is a very uh small like it's a very um nitpicky thing but i'm kind of like everyone's hair is so perfect in the show except for sylvie's Jesus Christ. Again, it makes me question whether or not to push through. Um, I'm a very hard worker. I know that and I've proven that to myself and I know that I'm enough, but I don't like being scared of the people I work with because that in itself is 
gaslighting and people going on power trips and people taking advantage of people who may uh, be new to a company or new to a job or that is very toxic overall and um, going on a power trip and like the age discrimination as well regardless it makes me just worry about if this is the state or has always been the state of our uh, workplace environment and looking at it uh, I'm not surprised um yeah I will say the reason why I wanted to even come on here and talk excuse me it's like 4 a.m excuse me (laughs) um yeah the reason why I wanted to even come on talking uh, it's because I'm fresh off the show just finished it I couldn't stop thinking about it until I finished it I I honestly was like I am done with the show and then I I was like I want to continue watching because because it's so cute and I love all the costumes and how hopeful and uh doughy-eyed um Emily is and I just I love the casting because it's so sweet and so cute and fun fact as well Ashley Park is in the show she's from Mean Girls she plays the friend and I oh don't even get me into whole the whole like Chinese trope but she's actually Korean um the whole Asian trope, and I did not like the friends that came over. It's, I know they're trying to be supportive, but that like how realistic is that? Um, also, clubs are trashy to me, and um, yeah, I don't know, like spraying champagne bottles. It's I don't know. Um, I just feel bad for also Camille because she definitely had the shorter end of the stick, and yet she's like the nicest person in the show, and I would totally be friends with her. Um, don't get me started on Gabriel, Gabriel, um, he's really handsome, and he's totally my type, but also he is, um, it's very convenient how everything fell into place, and now I'm just, like, wondering, in the last episode that we saw, which is the last episode of the show, um, it's very, like, oh my god, where is this going, you know, it ends off with, uh, spoiler alert, Camille, you know, texting, um, Emily and being like, can we talk? And then it ends there and I'm like, what, what what did they talk about? How does it go? Um, yeah, I think it's also very problematic that, um, the show is framed as though she is this like epitome of perfection just because she's from America. And I read that there were also problems with Europeans thinking this is very stereotypical and tone deaf because of how so many stereotypes there are um into like integrated and shoehorned into the show itself. I just thought that was funny because I'm like it's such a stereotypical show it really is. But what I really appreciated from the show is that it was very lighthearted. Um it definitely like it was so cute and as like dream filled as you can make it right um and I appreciate that Emily also stood her ground at times even though in those situations I can't imagine how uncomfortable she was or how uncomfortable I would be and I know that I have strong days and I, I you know um what I also appreciated about the show is that it's very like elegant and very uh put together and I love the the outfits that she wears she does wear designer brands and it's so um 
picturesque and that in itself is a positive it's a great thing to be if you're gonna make a show if I were to be a producer and director of a show anything to design the show in any regard if that was my job I would definitely make it as pristine as possible because that's the beauty of film or photography or uh, television right even if it's a little comedic at times like the script is an afterthought like the script is important it very much is but the story needs to be developed but what really needs to be seen is what you see when you um watch a show right the scenes the uh the way they're dressed who they are how they dress it matters and where they are because the context of it would be like her shitty apartment and also uh, the restaurant or the streets and <laughs> I will say they had a couple of cheap shots of just Paris um, yeah but again if I was Lily Collins I would definitely take the job as a privilege because you know when would you ever have an opportunity like that that just like falls in your lap you just you would have to say yes to that you know and good on her good <laughs> um, I think she's like the sweetest person but it it she needs realistic challenges I think the challenges are hard and difficult because I can only imagine myself in that position even when I was working um like with Sylvie and with her being so mean all the time it's like what do you even say you're gaslit to silence and she was gaslit to silence and to apology so it I don't like that aspect because it's not empowering it's not empowering to the strong character that I know that Emily is. And yet it discourages women to think, like even girls, just like me, my the main de- demographic to watch this thing. Um, it discourages me to think that, oh, okay, so my, my boss is just going to be a terrible boss throughout my life and I just have to deal with it or else I won't make it, right? And seeing that I've experienced the power trip and the bad bosses that happen to be women um not that there's a bias there right so not that they are terrible people it's just like they went on a power trip and they overstepped their boundaries more than enough times and I again I'm there for the paycheck so you know um but I don't stand for that I don't and I don't want to seek out characters and people who to be inspired by like that um you know it's just I don't know it's heartbreaking to see that such a powerful character with I know who has um strong feet she she's like strong on her two feet she's strong ethically and she's strong morally and she's great and she puts herself up with confidence it's just a shame to see her being put down so many times and in order to like do these impossible things like book a restaurant last minute that was just so rude honestly um book a an impossibly um difficult restaurant to book and make reservations for the last minute knowing that it was impossible to do so and just to set her up for failure is not the it's not the message you should be sending to strong women right um I hate honestly I I say that as an example that I've worked with terrible 
people and I hate that I have to say that because it it undermines my my strength and it also um paints them as a biased bad character in terms of like my my previous bosses it it really it hurts my heart and it breaks my heart because it undermines my strength I know I have strength and I know that having lived through people's bullshit is a sign of strength and yet taking it is real like how do I say this sometimes you're okay abuse when people are being mentally abused people don't know what's happening until it's the after fact so don't victim blame please uh just be really kind and nice um and it bothers me because what was i saying um I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so when it comes to people and their financial situations or their uh, decision-making, right? When they think it's the best option, then what else is there to do? You know, what? it really, like, is so rude and tone-deaf and insensitive of society to think, oh, once we, dri- like, push you to a corner and you don't have any other options left but to do this job then your prospects are lackluster and you're forced to work this job and um you know you have to take shit from people and even though the narrative of strength quote quote unquote is to not take bullshit from people it's hard because you can't be that waiter all the time to say hey your tip is not enough like you know what i mean you can't tell people off because that will uh, tarnish your reputation and also get you fired really not her fake fired not emily's fake fired and sylvie's fake termination um to like move the plot along (laughs) conveniently um also i hate that like she was asked to delete her instagram that in itself is so rude and i wish they explored that a little bit more and it was very i hate that it was so convenient (laughs) how she got, hey, another post, so bring it back up. <laughs> um, this show has a lot of, um, like, convenient plot devices. Um, again, I think my favorite part of the show was how easygoing it was and how the costume design was beautiful and the scene was beautiful and the set was beautiful it just made me want to go to Paris and eat the delicious bread I remember they have because they absolutely have the best bread and I appreciate how elegant the filming was um the story was also very cute and it was like her being in a pickle every episode so it kept you on your toes and that is how you create a good kind of like easygoing show but if you wanted to make a great show it would have to be more in depth and I don't think that was what they were going for regardless they went with something that was difficult for an average person to figure out how to do but she managed to do it all the time she managed to pull it off one way or another so regardless um yeah just and Luke is such a weird character uh Sylvie needs to like brush her hair a bit more i know it's a a nitpick it's but everybody if uh, okay if i'm being completely honest here everybody in the show has great hair 
And I would, if I was in the show, I would have great hair too. And Sylvie has to be this dominant figure who needs to lighten up, to be honest. Who needs to be nicer to Emily because she's done nothing. She's done nothing wrong. And she needs to brush her hair. Just saying. God. I have a whole set for Paris and can't even afford a brush. Um, <laughs> it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick. But, um, yeah, it just made me hope that I didn't have to work with people like Sylvie and have to, like, pull off crazy stunts in order to, like, impossible, near impossible things in order to achieve success. Because that's what it's asking for. That, and also the whole problem thing with, um, every guy that she, Emily seemed to interact with whatever age she magically got to fall in love with her like she's got some magic potion I guess it's the perfume but that pissed me off too because it made it feel as though it was an unsustainable and unattainable expectation of women to just go to a different country and have men fall in love with them um yeah I don't know I don't know it okay yeah, so I'm all for uh, women empowerment, so I'm going, like, you go, Emily, and I'm all for being elegant, and I love the clothes, it's inspired me to uh, add something to my collection, which is, like, a winter beanie, and I, and she wears a lot of hats, and I don't wear a lot of hats, um, and to perfect my, uh, my hair is already perfect, gratefully, um, but to kind of, like, uh, always keep my hair maintained the way that Emily does in the show. It's so great. <laughs> Honestly, I love her. Um, yeah. Overall, I think the show is worth a watch, but I wouldn't watch it again. I would watch the next season, and I can expect that there will be, because from the last episode, you're kind of left off with a wonder. Um, <laughs> so, there's that. I think I think the show excuse me I think the show has some problems but again it's such a cute show it's such a cute show it truly is um in American in Paris like the Gene Kelly film and my one of my favorite musicals ever um it just makes me want to travel and it breaks my heart that I can't it Oh yeah, right, I wanted to also mention, that's right, I am also in the field of marketing and advertising, and I will say that it is cutthroat and that people do not care about you <laughs> as much as you want them to or wish they would. As much as I believe that it's not right, but looking back, it's like, I didn't, I guess I didn't care about them either, and I just sort of wanted to not feel awkward anymore. Um, and to not feel like I was hated. And to find out that it was worse where I wasn't hated. I was actually not thought of at all. That in itself is such a disappointment in the industry. Or just in office culture in general. So it was very toxic. Um, I am actually in the field that Emily is in. Um, I... <laughs> um, how do I say this? I don't know. It's unrealistic. It's very convenient. It's a convenient job for her. And I don't even know how old she is, but I don't think she'd be in that position of that statue. Maybe. Maybe. Unless she, like, 
if you really raised the ranks and, like, were on your boss's good side. And I guess she was in her previous, like, Chicago boss's job. Um, so, overall, <laughs> I think that it's very glorified, the marketing industry, the advertising industry. We, like, again, I've done it, and I went to school for it, and I, again, it's it's so glorified, it's so glamorous, the way that Emily in Paris has painted it, and I don't think it is realistic, because there's, there's opportunity, and there's stuff involved, you get free shit, um, and that's great, I do appreciate that, and I, I love the experiences, but it is also a very stressful job, and it's not as glamorous as it has shown to be um I'm not being I'm not being uh shipped off to Paris and to live there for a year hopefully with expenses paid and stuff um I don't know also I really like the fact that I'm not sure what her name is but she reminds me of like Chelsea Handler for some reason I don't know why but she is the previous boss of Emily's or like the boss of Emily's in Chicago who got pregnant she's also in Umbrella Academy and I love her um I love that figure she's very dominant she's very like I run the place I like that um yeah and I kind of wish I saw more of that instead of the Sylvie character who's just outright mean and paints a stereotypical French way that we justify because it's French, which I think it's rude out of itself, in itself. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it just makes me want to go to France and it makes me want to go to Paris and to eat the bread and oh my goodness. It just makes me want to travel so much and I just want those opportunities to live that lavish life and to uh you know live um the finer things in life and I'm so grateful if I do get to discover and to live it I'd be so humbled um but it doesn't mean I don't think I'm deserving of it I I'm deserving of it but I'm also very humbled by it um, so humbled, honestly. Yeah, that's, I think that's all I have to say. Um, I don't like the fact that she was hit on by every single dude in the show. Like, every single dude. I know she's gorgeous and she's beautiful, but she's a regard. She's a regard. Like, seriously. She's so nice and so friendly and even the fashion designer was like, she is so basic. And I'm like, yeah, she is. And it's like, let me be in the role, okay? I could spice it up. Um, but I'm proud of her to have gone out of her comfort zone and to kind of date and see and s- sleep with whoever she pleases because I think that's such a taboo towards women especially. To just like casually sleep with people just because you sexually want that. I think that's really sweet to have... Um, been discussed and to been presented to have been presented uh yeah go go get it i love her she's such a nice cute girl but i also think that um she's in over her head but i'm very proud of her so proud of her for standing her ground because i know in those moments i would have (laughs) cried with sylvie especially i would have cried um i know it i i was feeling for her i was like I know you're an actress, but I would have cried. I want to cry for you. 
because uh you're fired and like seriously they should have elaborated like they should have went with that a bit more because I remembered when I was fired and it was devastating and it wasn't a French firing it was a literal firing but fires are, are profitable and they're common they're commonplace more so than people would like to have you believe or that you would believe so yeah um I don't think it's right to just outright fire people um especially the way that I was um and I'm that's a, another story for a different time but it's so devastating it really is because it it hits on your like confidence and your competence your questioning your competence your confidence and I said that um it it hits so much on your capability you're like you're questioning your capability of whether or not you can make it or have enough to survive or yeah and that in itself is so rude and to make anyone think that they're not gonna be able to afford food or living expenses basic necessities is so detrimental to one's mental health um so yeah anywho it's a cutthroat world um i hate that uh it's heartbreaking it really is um to resort to any last resort is like to no resort is just unacceptable in our world and like what I really think is disappointing in our world that it's so commonplace it's more common than I than I'd like but yeah anywho uh that was my review on Emily in Paris I can't wait for the next season I thought it was such a cute show overall and I think it's getting um the slack it deserves the the kind of uh the slack it deserves it like the um <laughs> the criticism it deserves because it was such like a it was if it was bread it would be bread and with butter like it would be like the most basic bitch show but it's so elegant and i like that um you know i i think the criticisms of like the french culture is valid i think the stereo it was such a walking stereotype seriously um because they don't really understand the culture and they don't and they keep putting that in they're like oh you do it in america we do it here in france get it right you're bringing in the drama <laughs> um yeah so i'm getting a little tired very tired it's four twenty-five. um my name is lynn and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the elegant equation where i talked about the show that is emily in paris and i want to go to paris so much and i want to live lavishly and wear designer clothes and um be the best self i know i can be and that is why fashion is so important Anywho, have a great day. Bye. Au revoir.